Welcome to FoxCast Physical Therapy, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. Welcome to FoxCast. I'm your host, physical therapist, Jimmy McKay. Today, focusing on Falls and Falls Awareness Month. We're talking with Kathleen Cameron, who has more than 25 years of experience in the healthcare field as a pharmacist, researcher, and program director focusing on falls prevention, geriatric pharmacotherapy, mental health, long-term services and supports, and caregiving. Ms. Cameron is the director of the National Falls Prevention Resource Center, and she joins us on the show right now. Kathleen, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Focusing on falls this entire month, but with the uh, National Council on Aging, you guys focus on one particular day and the day this year is September 23rd. Talk a little bit about Falls Prevention Awareness Day. Yeah, Falls Prevention Awareness Day has been observed for the past 12 years on the first day of fall or, or autumn. And it's a great way for people to remember about falls prevention. And the purpose is to increase awareness about falls, falls risk factors, and most importantly, strategies or actions that older adults, caregivers, family members, and others can take to prevent falls and injuries that often accompany a fall. About 20% of people who do fall experience some type of injury like a hip fracture, a broken bone, and brain injuries. So we want to do everything we can to prevent falls. This is an approach to do something grand, and we work with partners all across the country who do activities, events, educational programs, you name it, in various parts of the country, local communities. And in particular, there are 43 state falls prevention coalitions that are engaged in Falls Prevention Awareness Day. These coalitions provide a great opportunity for healthcare providers, PTs, OTs, speech therapists, to get involved in falls prevention. Many of the coalitions already engage those healthcare professionals, but there are many, many more opportunities for those professionals to get involved. Whether it's a screening event, whether it's you know starting a new evidence-based falls prevention program, or whether it's putting on an event for other healthcare professionals to educate them about their role in falls prevention. So NCOA is really very committed to falls prevention because it's so tied to healthy aging, and that's one of our primary pillars here at NCOA in addition to ensuring the economic security of older adults, because falls have such a significant impact on the quality of life for people over the age of 65. This is a key priority area for our work. Falls a leading cause of fatal and non-fatal injuries for older Americans. I knew that because I downloaded your fact sheet, which people can get (laughs) uh, at ncoa.org. And uh, I did want to highlight getting involved in the conversation. You can do something locally, national, state level, also virtually. A Twitter chat going on on the 24th from 1 to 2 p.m. You can find out more information about that as well as a Facebook Live video broadcast on the 23rd. Details about these virtual events can again be found at ncoa.org. We want to make sure people can follow along as well on Twitter, NCOAging, that's uh, at NCOAging, and uh, follow Kathleen 
at K Cameron NCOA. So now everybody can follow along and be part of the conversation now that we've got your handles out of the way. So let's talk about Falls Prevention Awareness Day, the Falls Prevention Strategies, specifically since Fox Rehabilitation, PTs, OTs, and SLPs. Let's talk about uh, why older adults' falls are significant, common costly impacts on lives. They're predictable, and therefore we love it, preventable. Yes. They are absolutely preventable. We know we can't prevent all falls, but there are a number of risk factors that predispose an older adult to experience a fall. And typically it's the interplay of these risk factors that create a situation that results in a fall and a potential injury. About 20% of those who fall do experience an injury. So some of the, uh, the risk factors that we're most concerned about include muscle weakness as we age, balance issues, medications. I'm a pharmacist, so that's how I initially got involved in preventing falls, is looking at medications. And there are a number of medications, particularly those that work on the central nervous system and create side effects or adverse effects, such as drowsiness, dizziness, confusion, even lack of coordination that we're particularly concerned about. A vision and hearing, of course, we're concerned about and want to ensure that all older adults get regular vision screenings um, to make sure their their glasses are appropriate for them, but also to identify eye diseases that uh, might be impacting their vision that need to be treated and hearing as well. You're talking about multiple members of the healthcare team. Yes. Uh, you're talking about pharmacology, nutrition, vision. You're talking about balance, strength, and that just go, that goes hand in hand with the different healthcare providers that can help and, and really be that first signal in paying attention when there might be a potential for predicting and then preventing that fall. All those healthcare providers should have this information to, to recognize those potential falls. Absolutely. As we say, it really takes a village of healthcare professionals working together to identify what the risk factors are and to intervene to ensure that those risk factors are abated. So we definitely believe in a team approach, starting with screening at the physician's office, and it doesn't have to be the physician, it could be a nurse or other uh, professional in that office doing the, the screening and assessment, and then looking at how from the assessment we can better address the risk factors that are identified and referring to appropriate healthcare professionals like an occupational therapist who can do a home assessment, for example, and identify how to make the home more functional for that older adult, as well as identify safety concerns and intervene to make home modifications to reduce um, you know, problematic situations in the home, such as improper lighting, or unsafe bathrooms, toilets that aren't the right height, or um, if someone needs grab bars, helping to install those grab bars. But there are so many other things in the home that, that can be addressed by, by OT. Um, or referring to you know a pharmacist to do those medication reviews and make recommendations for changes in therapy. One of the other areas that we work on here at NCOA is evidence-based falls prevention programs that are offered in the community. And we work with many local organizations to get these programs up and running across the country. We're also working with healthcare providers to educate them about the program so they can refer their patients to these programs. So examples of these include such things as Tai Chi, which has been around you know, for centuries, and it has been shown through research to reduce falls by as much as 55% because of its impact on improving balance and strength, gait and flexibility. So that's, that's one program. There are others, Matter of Balance, um, Stepping On, which are, are shorter 
I'm stepping on is an, a seven-week program. Matter of Balance is an eight-week program that really teaches older adults about their falls risks and empowers them to take action and also provides kind of a group supportive uh, mechanism too where, where individuals can share strategies for falls prevention. And then there's a program called Otago that um, you might be familiar with as a physical therapist, which is an exercise intervention that has been shown to reduce falls by about 35%. Um, consists of a number of exercises that a physical therapist can can recommend um, over a period of time, um, and also a walking program. And that's uh, been really effective, either on an individual basis or a group basis with older adults. So it really sounds like making sure that healthcare providers are aware and really, really paying attention, being forward thinking in, in knowing that they play a big part in recognizing and preventing falls and then knowing where to go next. And you guys have the resources at ncoa.org, uh, making sure yes. people know that they're a big part in this because recognizing it is, is and has to be the very first step. Recognizing it is so important. Having a conversation about it is really critical, both for the older adult. Many older adults are reluctant to bring it up during a visit with a healthcare professional. You know, if they've had a fall or if they fear falling or if they feel unsteady on their feet, um, well, some why, of them may be worried that, go ahead. I was going to say, why is that? Is it shame? Is it fear that some of their independence might be taken away? It's a lot about both of those. Yeah, kind of the shame, embarrassment. Um, as well as fear of loss of independence, that this might be a step in, you know, taking the keys away or, um, you know, a move to assisted living or another level of care. So, and the point that we make is that, you know, falls don't have to be a normal part of aging. They're not a normal part of aging. There are things that can be done to ensure that independence that older adults most want in their lives. Uh, we're trying to normalize the conversation about falls and educate healthcare professionals about the importance of them bringing it up when they're having conversations with their patients. You've used the term evidence-based uh, you know, several times. It's very, very important, but I think that goes to our next takeaway point, which is making sure older adults and their caregivers and caregiver network need to be empowered and educated to understand that, as you just mentioned, it's not doesn't have to be a normal part of aging. Falls doesn't have to uh, occur. That's got to be a, a, a big step is educating and empowerment. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. And that's what, you know, these evidence-based programs are all about. And that's certainly a key theme that runs through a lot of the work of the state falls prevention coalitions, um, empowerment. Um, and helping older adults understand their risks and that there are things that they can do, often simple things that they can do to reduce um, their chances of experiencing a fall. And then when it's more complicated and they do need the assistance of a healthcare team, we want to empower them to engage their physicians, um, if they need a physical therapist, as well as their, their pharmacists, occupational therapists, and even speech therapists to help them out um, in their situation. Yeah, part of that village uh, that, that you village. mentioned to, yes. to notice it. I think that most most clinicians, especially some that, that listen to this show, they're going out of their way to, to find more education, probably know, but probably underestimate likely their ability to actually impact the amount of falls in people that they interact with likely. Uh, a lot of times we see people with imposter syndrome Maybe they think that, yeah, I know a little bit, but not enough. When really is the case that just knowing what you have in your scope is important enough to make sure 
that you share that information with the people that you work with as long as well as their caregiver network. Yeah, I think a lot of times older adults don't share certain aspects of their situation that are really critically important to helping their their healthcare providers intervene on certain aspects of their life. And certainly caregivers are really key to joining that conversation about preventing falls. And we have a conversation guide for caregivers on our website that I encourage folks to take a look at. And it really empowers both the older adult and the caregiver to take action in a way that is not paternalistic, um, not threatening to the older adult. And it's very helpful for the caregiver too, because we know many caregivers are older themselves and are at risk for falls. Let's get really specific with your background in as a pharmacist, you were actually on a panel a couple of years ago about the opioid epidemic and, and the role of that in, in terms of uh, causing falls. What have you seen at the National Council on Aging in terms of improving, recognizing maybe polypharmacy or the use of opioids and reducing those falls? Yeah, I think there's been a lot of attention, as you know, paid to the opioid epidemic. There's been, you know, overprescribing of opioids to people in many different situations. Our goal here at at NCOA is to ensure that people who do have chronic pain, and about 30% of the senior population does experience pain, that they're treated appropriately and that they understand that it's not just opioids or other prescription drugs that can be used to treat their pain, but there are alternative therapies and exercise is a great way to help alleviate pain. Many older adults feel that physical activity actually is going to increase their pain, but studies have shown that appropriate physical activity can actually reduce pain. So that's the messaging that we're all about. And, you know, people who do experience pain are at a higher risk for falls because of their their pain situation, as well as the medications that are often prescribed for pain like opioids cause side effects such as, as dizziness, drowsiness that could lead to a fall. We also advocate for a program called the Chronic Pain Self-Management Program. Gives older adults and others with pain the skills and strategies that they need to really understand their pain and work with their healthcare providers to to better deal with their pain, the medications, the frustration they may feel um, in experiencing pain and other aspects. So yeah, we we look at, you know, this situation very holistically, really try to spread the word that there are many things that people can do to to deal with their their pain situation. Let us give you another opportunity to talk about some of the resources at your website. You mentioned the conversation guide. I mentioned the fact sheet as well as the information about uh, Fall Prevention Day. Anything else clinicians can use and maybe share as part of their treatment with older adults and their caregivers from your website? Yeah, we have a tool called the Six Steps to Prevent a Fall. It is a simple infographic that healthcare professionals can download from our website and provides kind of snippets of information around six really important steps that older adults can take. One is finding a good balance or exercise program. One is talking with a healthcare provider, which we've mentioned a lot during this conversation, getting medications checked, getting a home assessment, getting your a vision and hearing checked, and talking with family members. So I really see this tool as something that healthcare providers can share with their patients, but it's also a way to have a conversation and to kind of review these things with an older adult and their loved one. Um, we also have videos on our website. One actually goes through these six steps. Healthcare providers can use this in their offices and their waiting rooms as a way to educate older adults about falls. We have videos on some of the programs that I just mentioned. 
Another way that they can, you know, if they want to refer an older adult to a program, they can give the older adult a sneak preview of what the program is all about. And there's nice testimonials in those videos about the benefits of the programs from older adults themselves who have yeah. gone through the programs. It makes so it a little less intimidating. Are, exactly. Yes. Yes. And again, normalizes the situation around falls. Perfect. We also, for those healthcare professionals who do want to get involved in coalitions, we have a list of all of the state falls prevention coalitions and contact information for the leads of the coalitions, email and, and telephone numbers. So I really encourage those who aren't involved to get involved in their state and local coalition. Yeah. So this is something you're passionate about, specifically with older adults, the, those resources available again at ncoa.org. Kathleen, we have a tradition on the show. It's called your fox tail. Are you ready for that? My fo- fox tail? Yeah. T-A-L-E. T-A-L-E. <laughs> Why did you decide to work at the National Council on Aging? What, what about working for and with older adults really drew you in and made you passionate? Oh, Wonderful. Yes. When I was a pharmacist working behind the counter, um, the population group that I saw the most were older adults and their caregivers. And I just really loved working with them, educating them about their medications, um, helping them out any way I could. And when I went to public health school, I really focused my efforts on on gerontology and have never left. So that was back in 1992 when I uh, started my my public health career. And NCOA is an organization that truly embraces um, healthy aging in so many different ways. And I'm really proud to be part of the team that's helping older adults across the country to improve their lives in many different ways. Love it. Uh, Looking forward to seeing a lot of people share more and more information, especially on this specific day. Again, Falls Prevention Awareness Day, September 23rd this year in 2019. Kathleen, appreciate your time. And thanks you guys uh, at the National Council on Aging for do what you do for older adults. Thank you so much, Jimmy. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to FoxCast PT. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus, freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great healthcare. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.